Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Byrne. It's time for the Thursday afternoon, just before Friday, Monday morning podcast. And I'm just checking in on you. Just checking in on you. All right. Oh, I am in a mood. Oh, freckles. The old brown spots are simmering today on his fucking nose. Jesus Christ. A buddy of mine sends me a tech message and he's like, MotoGP was great this week. You might want it, but you got to check out the F1. The, the F1 was incredible. All right, so I'm thinking, oh, my God, this, we got some racing. Mm-hmm. We got some racing going on. We got some passing. We got all of this shit going on, right? And I'm watching the race, and it's great. Ferraris are out front. I don't know why they're maroon now. But I'm enjoying that. Max Verstappen's out there. You know, that Perez guy's driving for Red Bull. I'm a little behind in the sport. So I'm like, oh, wow, some shit jumbled around. You know, Daniel Ricciardo's all the way in the back of the race because he's driving some fucking shit box ever since he left Red Bull, which is my problem with that sport. Is It's really the team that you're with is, 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 is bigger than the driver's skill. Because when Ricardo was with Red Bull, he was getting podiums all the time. He was winning races. He was drinking out of his fucking boot. You know, now he's in the back of the race. It's the same driver. Different team, you know. So anyway, speaking of which, I'm watching the race, and I'm like, look at Mercedes struggling. Lewis Hamilton, fifth, sixth place the whole fucking race, right? And I'm like, all right, this is good. Finally, some new fucking blood. You know, I know Mercedes will get the car dialed in. This is good, right? So we get to the end of the race. John Leclerc, Ferrari, fucking first place. The other Ferrari driver is in second place. Max Verstappen is in third. And Perez is in fourth. And Lewis Hamilton is in fifth. All right? And that driving, there's like five fucking laps to go. All of a sudden, this guy's car catches on fire. Lewis Hamilton is completely out of the race and out of podium, right? Fucking guy's car catches on fire. They got the new rules. They do the fucking restart, whatever the hell it is. Now he's in the leader group, and I'm like, here he comes. Here he here comes the rich kid. There's fucking, fucking the richest car out there. Oh, for fuck's sakes, I'm not answering that. Um, yes, I still have a house phone. Um, do I need to answer something to answer that? Ah... Trying to reach me for my car's extended warranty. We've been trying to reach here. Your car's extended. You're a robot. Fuck off. Okay, let me guess. You have a diamond mind that I can invest in, and then you'll cover my muffler. Um. Anyway, uh. Yeah, he's like in fifth fucking place. They get to like the second to last lap. All of a sudden, Max Verstappen's car just dies. Just fucking dies. Nobody passed anybody. It dies. So now Lewis Hamilton is in fourth place. He's almost on the podium. And I'm thinking, oh, he's going to pass Perez. Here we go. And he can't because his car fucking sucks, right? So I'm like, oh, great. The rich kid finally having a tough race. I get to watch him pout. One of my favorite things in the world. Watching Lewis Hamilton sitting in his car with his helmet on 
acting like the world just ended because he didn't get on a podium. I, I'd say, you know, it's the little things in life. Ever since I saw that, I saw Botas be a teammate for him, and then like six races later, it's like five years ago, the exact same scenario was presented where Lewis could have hooked up Botas, and he's just like, yeah, no, I'm not doing it. And I was just like, you're a cunt, fuck you. That's it, I'm done with you, right? So, now there's one lap to go. Lewis Hamilton cannot catch up with Perez. And by the way, Ferrari is going to be one and two for the first time in like 46 years at this race. Announcers could give a fuck. They're doing what they always do, screaming, and Lewis Hamilton is now in fourth place. Right? Swear to God, the guy's voice is that high. They get to the final fucking lap. The other Red Bull car just dies. It, he goes around and turn. The engine just fucking dies, and he wipes out. And Lewis Hamilton and the fucking announcers are oh, my God, this is incredible. What a race. Who would have thought it? Oh, Lewis Hamilton is now in third place. He made Lewis Hamilton makes the podium. <coughs> Screaming the whole fucking time. Guy's coming in third place. They said Lewis Hamilton more than they, they said Ferrari's one and two. And then they told me it was an incredible race. Not because Ferrari went one and two. Not because Lewis Hamilton passed two Red Bull cars on the final two fucking laps. Because both cars fucking died. And they're so excited that their goddamn golden boy gets on the fucking podium. It was the fu- And my buddy had the fucking balls to tell me that that was a good race. That I get to see. You know what he's like? He's like the cunt in every coming of age 80s movie. Except in the end, he's still banging the cheerleader. <laughs> Ah, uh, would you ever think you could get this worked up about people driving cars? You know what it is? It's just, it's just, they, they were acting like he passed somebody. He didn't pass anybody. It's, it's the same reason that I don't like the NBA. I don't like the fucking, at least when Daniel Stern was running it and he used to just rub his balls. He'd paint his nutsack purple and fucking gold and just root for the Lakers to make the finals every fucking year, like openly. Like, well, Dave, not Daniel Stern, that's the actor, David Stern. What, what's your dream finals? Oh, the Lakers versus the Lakers. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> then they have a mobbed up ref who helped the Lakers get there. But Stern wasn't involved. No, not at all. Not at all. That guy ran a nice, tight ship the whole time he was there. That, that league wasn't finessed whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. The Knicks won the lottery in 85 and got fucking Patrick Ewan. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm buying all of that shit. I'm buying all of that shit. You know, the fucking Kevin Garnett trade. Oh, yeah, that made total sets. And all of a sudden, I don't know. You know what this, the NBA needs? You know, it's just the ratings are down. Let's just get the Lakers and Celtics going again. Let's just give them that finals two years in a row. Okay, sounds good. Dial it up. Um, no one can tell me differently. I literally heard an NBA player one year when they lost in the playoffs. He goes, yeah, we just didn't fit their script. He literally said it. And people still sit there and act like that. The, the, the most easily manipulated fucking game out there. Oh, look at that great player. He could do some damage today. There's two quick fouls. And out of the game you go. Um, all right. Sorry. Anyway. Lewis Hamilton is in third place. Can you believe it? It's unbelievable. What, what a race. It was fantastic. It was brilliant. Spectacular. He came in third place. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I don't know what's more hilarious to me, watching those announcers screaming about Lewis Hamilton getting third place in a race or watching Vladimir Putin score a goal in a pickup hockey game. I don't know what is more ridiculous to me. Um, or to use the great Dennis Miller's uh, reference, uh, Elvis Presley. Look at that. I was so worked up, I hit stop on the record. Um, the great Dennis Miller's reference, uh, El- watching Elvis Presley do karate. Dennis Miller had this amazing joke one, a long time ago in one of my favorite stand-up specials of all time, the black or white special. Black, uh, no, the off-white. The off-white album? No, that was the album. I think it was the black and white special. I forget what the fuck. Oh, my God, I'm fucking old. It was like 30 years ago. So he had this. Um, now I have to look it up. That's going to drive me nuts. Um, he had this joke saying, so-and-so deserved something about as much as Elvis Presley deserved his black belt. <laughs> um, oh, black and white. Right? That was a stand-up special. That was it. Yes. Um, yeah, Mr. Miller goes to Washington and that. Two huge specials for all young Billy Burr when I used to watch stand-up comedy. So um, anyway, it was still fun, though. Um, you know, I, and by the way, for all you Lewis Hamilton fanboys, I know that guy is fucking amazing. Okay? And I know his story is amazing. It is amazing. Okay? Without a fucking doubt. Okay? But I just, you know. Jesus Christ, the guy came in third place, all right? He didn't just cure COVID. <laughs> oh, my God, it's unbelievable. Lewis Hamilton just went through a drive-thru and ordered a Big Mac. <coughs> and he got the fries. Oh, that's hurting my voice. Lewis Hamilton. I drive my wife nuts when I watch the, the fucking the races because all I do is scream acting like that fucking guy. Um, anyway, so another week done, another week done on the movie. Uh, people, I have a week and a half left. Um, you know, as mentioned before, I, I could not be having a better time, but I am wiped out. I had, you know, I've been getting as many of my friends in on this movie as I can. Two of my buddies came in this past week, did a fucking great job. They were getting laughs after the take. The takes, uh, worked with a... Beyond a legend, legendary actor um, this past week. Can't name any of the fucking names because that's how this game is played. But um, it's been good, man. I've been staying on my diet. Although, you know, um, we do have food trucks come down. And uh, we had these fried chicken sandwiches. And I was like, fuck this. I'm doing that. All right. I've been eating the protein the size of the palm of my hand with green beans all fucking week. I'm eating nuts and berries in between. Fuck this. I'm getting the fried chicken sandwich, the Nashville hot fried chicken sandwich with the coleslaw on it, the curly fries, and a fucking root beer. And it was abs- I was so psyched that it was delicious because I was talking to um, my wife this morning telling her how good the hot chicken sandwich was because, you know, those things are really, it's not even hit or miss. It's usually a 90 misses and then a hit because, um, you know, I really feel like fried chicken is like pizza where like anybody can make it taste good, but to make it taste great, 
Like, there's just so many okay pizza places. Like, if I was to pick one food that there is, you know, I don't know, just an infinite amount of okay pizza places that stay in business just because it's pizza. Like, you know, that's one of the fucking things with, like, the... um, like the restaurant business evidently is one of the you know scariest businesses to go into. You can totally lose your shirt and all of that type of shit. And, um, you know, yeah, you can lose all your fucking money. But you, you can, I think the safest bet, the blue chip stock is to go in and get and make a fucking, you know, start a pizza parlor. Because at the very least, as long as you got a location, even if your pizza sucks, if your pizza absolutely sucks, but you're just on a corner where there's going to be a bunch of drunks pouring out of a bar, every Friday and Saturday night, you're going to be able to meet your fucking overhead. Just filling their bellies with your mediocre fucking, it's cheese, tomato sauce, and dough, right? And all the drunks allowed themselves, you know, that it's, it's, it's soaking up the alcohol. I love that it soaks up the alcohol in your stomach. And it's like, yeah, but then you don't puke up the pizza. The pizza stays in your stomach and then goes into your system. It's one of the dumbest things ever. I need, I need a slice of pizza. <laughs> I can absorb some of this alcohol. It's no different than the, what are they, when they put alcohol in a fruit punch bowl. Um, same thing. So I'd say that and then fried chicken. Is another one. So, um, you know, I'd say I'm, I'm not like blowing up a spot out here because there's a line like it's Disneyland. Is uh, Howland Ray's is the best fucking chicken, fried chicken sandwich I've gotten in L.A. And it's not even close. It's fucking amazing. And then yesterday this food truck came up, which I didn't get the name of because I was too busy wearing, a, you know, down the fucking set and the sandwich just came but it was fucking amazing I'm gonna get the name of their food truck so I can give them a shout out cause they fucking killed it and everybody was you know everybody was excited so I was happy with that but I will tell you that cause Howlin' Ray's was so good but their line is so fucking long that I've tried to find another place and I've given up I've given up I'm just like you know what <clears throat> you know there's really not another place out there. Although I will tell you, there's a spot in Glendale, um, but it's not like hot chicken or anything like that, called Dinah's Chicken. It's an old school place. That place is fucking great. And every once in a while, when I'm on that side of town, you know, and I'm in the mood, I swing by there and I get a fucking two-piece and I'm very happy. Mashed potatoes, because I'm a white guy from the suburbs. You know, which I didn't realize mashed potatoes was like a northern, like European fucking like, like to me, like mashed potatoes are a fucking staple of so many meals. You know, you have a pork chop, you have mashed potatoes. Thanksgiving dinner, you have mashed potatoes. You know, you make a steak, you have mashed potatoes. I'm just saying like, you know. To me, that's the best kind of fucking potatoes around. Mashed potatoes with fucking gravy, you know? This is before everybody got all foofy with the food channel, put rosemary and garlic, and I'm just was fucking mashed potatoes, milk, butter, salt, go fuck yourself, gravy on top, 
was the greatest thing ever. With a roast beef fucking meal and the carrots thrown in there too. Under-seasoned, you know, like the German-Irish food that I ate growing up. It wasn't until I got with my lovely Nia that she's like, you have mashed potatoes? I was like, yeah. And she was like, sweet potatoes. And I was like, what is a sweet potato? I literally never had one. (laughs) And she thought it was fucking hilarious that I had mashed potatoes for... uh, for Thanksgiving. And I was looking at her like, I, I, you don't have... That's a big fucking thing, huh? I bet with like married couples. You know, you come together with somebody, right? You know, and if you marry outside of what you are, and I'm not even talking like racially, if you just married like, you know, if you're Irish and you marry into Italian, like Italians have like that, that, uh, that fisherman's feast, whatever the fuck that is, the seven fucking courses or whatever. Uh, Tom Papa was teaching me about that. It's all this fucking seafood and lasagna and shit. And I'm just like, this is Thanksgiving? Like, where's... Thanksgiving is turkey, fucking mash. Well, maybe that's their Christmas. I think that's Christmas. It's turkey. This is my... Okay, this is... What are you... This is my fucking go-tos. All right? At a Thanksgiving dinner, I don't give a fuck if I'm at the White House. I'm walking out. If there's not... (laughs) That'd be fucking... Hilarious. Can you imagine getting invited to the White House for Thanksgiving? You know, and they didn't have mashed potatoes and stuffing. And you're just like, yeah, I'm out. I'm out. Where are you going? I'm going to Boston Market. It's fucking Thanksgiving. I don't give a shit if they have chicken down there. You don't have the right sides. That's the real deal with Thanksgiving. I don't know why I'm talking about this in March. Or because my head's fucking spinning from doing all this bullshit. But I'll tell you right now, you don't have the right sides Fuck you, fuck your family, and your Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Oh, I went there. Look, at first I was, I'm yelling at the golden boy, Lewis Hamilton, and the silver arrow of a Mercedes. He's in ninth place. <coughs> All right, I have to stop doing that. It's just hurting my fucking voice. Um, Jesus Christ, can you go in the house or out of the fucking house? Damn kids, man. In and out, in and out. Bing, bing, bing. Bong, bong, bong. Boom, boom, boom. Um, all right, hang on a second. Let me, do, uh, let me do the reads here for the week. Why don't I do that? Stop fucking screaming about men driving around in cars. I literally got off my couch like, you got to be fucking kidding me. When the second one shit the bed. All right. Bet MGM. Oh, look at everybody. Oh, my God. It's tournament time. It's tournament time. And how about a shout out to Coach K getting by uh, Michigan State and Coach Izzo, who's had his number all these years, and they're still alive. I mean, you got to watch every Duke game. I swear to God. I swear to God. Even when I'm fucking home, I can't fucking relax. Every five Every day, every day, there's 5,000 fucking, my, my wife's a planner. She's always planning something. There's always 50,000 fucking people coming over here to do something. To do something. Bing, 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 bong, 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 boom, boom, boom. 
dumbest fucking things you can ever do is get a fucking alarm for your house. Anytime anybody fucking goes out, listen to that fucking thing. Can you? Why wouldn't you just leave the door open if you're going to go in and out like that? All right. Bet MGM, everybody. It's tournament time. Riff about college hoop excitement. Well, I'll tell you right now, oh boy, oh boy, when those kids paint their faces and, and that guy goes, oh, he's a prime time player, baby. Do I really need a riff about college hoop excitement? It's one of the best things ever. That's going to get ruined pretty soon. Pretty soon. Pretty soon these kids will start getting paid, you know, and then it's just going to be just like the pros. I mean, I'm not saying they shouldn't get paid, but right now, you know what I mean? It's kind of like the UFC. Eventually, they're going to break up that monopoly. So as a fight fan, you really have to enjoy that the best have to fight the best before inevitably that, that'll get broken up. And it'll be like when boxing became, uh, I'm the I, IBF heavyweight champion. I'm the WBA heavyweight champion. I'm the WBC heavyweight champion. Which one of these champions is the real champion? All right. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code Burr and you'll get $200 free after placing your first $10 bet. If any team hits a three-pointer during March matchups, here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code Burr. Place your first $10 money line bet at any March Madness uh, March matchup game. You'll receive $200 in free bets immediately after placing your bet. If any team hits a three-pointer during March matchups, regardless of the outcome, just make sure you use bonus code Burr when you sign up. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 plus years of age or older to wage. Arizona, Colorado, D.C., Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, or Wyoming. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? For Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Louisiana, Nevada, Wyoming, Virginia, call 1-800-522-4700. Confidential help in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Indiana, Maryland, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Wyoming, 1-800-GAMBLER. Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK. Tennessee, call Redline, 800-889-9789. Mississippi, 1-888-777-9696. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, Utah, and other states where prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada. Oh, look who it is, everybody. It's Helix. Everybody, Helix? Why would you buy a mattress made for someone else? With Helix, you're getting a mattress that you know will be perfect for the way you sleep. Everybody's unique, and Helix knows that. So they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattress is great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. <laughs> mattress, why don't you just fucking have less covers? Mattress is great for spinal alignment to prevent morning aches and pains. I could use that. And even a Helix Plus mattress for all you big boys and all you big ladies, all the big bone people, huh? Um, Helix has been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving sleep. You know, somebody told me the other day, if you smell a little lavender, if you rub some, you know, on your hand and you smell it, it'll help you drift off to sleep too. Imagine if you had that in one of these great mattresses. Jesus Christ, can you imagine the sleep you'd get? Just go to helixsleep.com slash bird, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a custom mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Helix even has financial options and flexible payments plans 
so a great night's sleep is never far away. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash burr. That's Helix Sleep, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash burr for up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows. <laughs> okay, masterclass, everybody. With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. You can learn how to write from David Mamet or Aaron Sorkin. How insane is that? Do you, I hope you young kids realize how unattainable information like that was. I mean, it's insane. I remember coming up just watching those guys' movies going, how the fuck do they do that? Now they're on this thing going, hey, here's how I do it. Improve your cooking skills with courses from Wolfgang Puck and Gordon Ramsay. Learn music from Tom Morello and Herbie Hancock. I mean, what more do you need here? You realize if this shit was around, the internet was around in like 50 years ago, learn how to play guitar from Jimi Hendrix. With over 100 classes from a range of world-class instructors that... Uh, that thing you've always wanted to do is closer than you think. Immersive learning experience. Cinema quality classes that give you unparalleled access to a renowned master. Lessons range from specifically showing you how to execute a technique to a master's insights about their craft that can be translated across many fields and disciplines. Learn by doing with sessions by completing real-world projects following a hands-on 30-day curriculum with step-by-step guidance from our world-class instructors. Masterclass is accessible on your phone, web, or smart TV, offering classes on a wide variety of topics, all taught by world-class masters at the top of their fields. Each class is broken out into individual uh, video lessons, usually around 10 minutes long. I should do that Tom Morello one. Maybe finally break through. Get out of my stupid cowboy chords level of fucking playing guitar. Um, Each class is broken out into individual videos, lessons, usually around 10 minutes long. Members can explore at their own pace, and each class is supported by downloadable materials, lessons, recipes, or more. Hundreds of video lessons from 100-plus of today's most brilliant minds are available anytime, anywhere on iOS, Android, desktop, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, and Roku. I highly recommend you check it out. Get unlimited access to every masterclass. And as a Monday morning podcast listener, you get 15% off an annual membership. Go to masterclass.com slash burr now. That's masterclass.com slash burr for 15% off masterclass. Guys, I got to tell you something. There is so many horrible things to watch on the internet that actually really damage you mentally and probably make you a worse person over time. There's very few things or whatever. This is the part of the internet you should go to. Masterclass. I mean, they got something there that will, that'll, it'll bring positivity and joy to your life to get better at your hobby or maybe it's something you want to do for a living. You should definitely check it out. It's an investment in yourself. All right? And the people around you because you'll probably be in a better mood. All right. Now, that right there is what's known as a ringing endorsement. Okay, we have reached the end of the podcast. So at this point, now that I've calmed down, um, I'm not mad about the bing, bing, bang, bong on the fucking front door right now. I just realized it's the alarm guy coming over here fixing the fucking alarm. All right. I am a little upset that there's people out there that cold call people to try to steal old people's money. Do you know there's a new scam that they fucking... They say they kidnapped your kid and they have like the recording of a kid's voice 
to try to get your money. Like, let me read this here just so you guys are wise. This kidnapping scam. Yeah, but then what if it's real and you're like, eh, that doesn't sound like my kid. Ugh, Jesus Christ. Virtual kidnappers scour the internet for targets by searching for social media posts by international travelers. Scammers then contact the target's loved ones, claiming to have taken the target's hostage. Family members are connected into paying a ransom quickly to ensure the target's release. So there it is. If your kid is traveling internationally, watch out for scammers. Um, God, it is such a fucking dark world. Oh, my God. I mean, I would just be so relieved when my kid called. I don't even think I'd even be mad that they took my fucking money. But those people that do that should be hung by their fucking balls and pussy lips if it's women, whoever, whoever's doing it. All right, that's it, everybody. That is the podcast. Um, the NHL playoffs are coming up. NBA playoffs are coming up. I'm almost done with this movie. I want to th- movie. I want to thank you guys for your patience listening to these half-hour episodes uh, as opposed to hour-long episodes, at least on Monday anyways. Um, that's it. I've got anything better. It's going to be get up, getting back up and running soon. Um, that is it. And uh, enjoy your weekend, you fucking cats. Oh, wait. Um, there's a little bit of music here. And then we're going to have a bonus. Um, a bonus episode of the Thursday afternoon just before Friday, Monday morning podcast. That's it. I will see you. Monday morning podcast for Monday, March 24th, 2014. What's going on? How are you? I'm uh, back in the United States. Oh, say can you see that fucking fat chick with the pockets buying a hot dog and sitting up on... Right as I get off the tarmac. And she puts on some frost. Sorry. Um, I didn't see that. For some reason, I was picturing a fat woman with the pockets that are at least a foot apart. You know what I mean? <clears throat> I don't know why I was thinking that. I don't know. I'm, but I'm back. I'm in my house. It's nice to be sleeping in my own bed after, uh, you know, three weeks being away. It's nice to see that my house is still here and that the people I love are still, uh, in fact, not in detention camps. Um, it's weird being away that long and then coming back. I'm still uh, still a little, little out of it, man. You know, I'm not a young guy anymore. It takes me a couple of days to settle back into my routine, you know? Gumming my way through some fucking grape nuts that I let soak in the fucking milk, you know? Toss a little banana on top of it. You know, it's funny. Every time I go to get a banana, I deliberately don't take the one with the sticker on it. 
I take that one last because I worked with the comic who had a bit about it, and every fucking night I had to listen to him do this bit about how, and which one do we take? The one with the sticker. And then what would you do? You'd stick it on your forehead, and he kept fucking opening with the joke or closing with the. I just heard it six times. I'm talking like 15 fucking years ago. To this day, I will not take a banana first that has a sticker. Occasionally, I do. You know? And somewhere I hear him going, see, I told you. And I'll be like, what do you mean you fucking told me? I, I, that's like once in a blue moon. And then here's the ghost of his voice is going, yeah, but you're doing it on purpose. If you didn't hear my bit, you would have done it every time. So my joke's right. And it's like, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Well, what, what are you doing talking in my head? Okay, this should just be me and all my friends, not you. You're not invited, all right? So fuck you and your, your, your theories about the fruit that I consume. All right? All right, everybody, it's fucking March 24th, okay? And if you live in a colder climate in the Northern Hemisphere, you got to start, you got to be getting excited, right? Daylight savings, the snow's starting to thaw, right? The ladies are starting to hit the gym. You're going to hit the gym. Everybody's going to hit the gym. You know, here comes May. May's right around the corner, and everybody, you know, the guy's got to get out the guns. The ladies got to show off their thighs. Everybody has to look desirable. So somehow they meet that certain someone that's just going to hold them at night and tell them that everything's going to be okay. But that's not going to happen, right? Unless you're in shape by May. <laughs> so put down those winter cookies, everybody. May is coming. April is a fucking wash. Nobody gives a fuck about April except neo-Nazis because Hitler's birthday is sometime in there, right? And they all get together with their awful haircuts and their stupid mustaches, you know, because they just want to be a part of something. And they had awful parents who just didn't get them into scouting. So what do they do instead? They join the Hitler youth. You know why? Because they're weak fucking people. All right. If you have to go out and join a fucking group. You know, at any goddamn age. You know, unless it's something just fun. I guess being a neo-Nazi, it's got to have its upsides, right? The boots. <laughs> you know, getting to borrow your other fucking Nazi friend's clippers when you shear off the side of your skull, whatever the fuck you do. I don't fucking, I don't want the fuck I'm talking about. You know, fuck groups. I mean, groups can be all right. You know, I guess they can be okay. I'm trying to think of a good group. What's a good group? Like, just a group of people that get together in a group and somehow they're not fucking annoying. I mean, there's even people out there where I agree with what they're doing. But the second the group gets the commercial on TV and they just start going, you know, every day... Over 8,000 poodles get their hair straightened against their will. I mean, they start showing the saddest foot. I start fucking hating the poodle people. I don't hate poodles. I don't like them. You know, but I feel like they should wear their hair the way they want to. I'm definitely for that. But I don't need some fucking former sitcom star who's put on some goddamn booze of baby weight coming up the fucking screen in the middle of the goddamn game telling me why I got to... Care about a fucking Pekingese, whatever the fuck kind of dog it is. One of those goddamn dogs that you see fucking walking around in a purse, right? He's fucking 
Women walking around never had a baby or want a baby, so now they got to have this fucking little primate in there. I want a baby. I want a baby. I need a lipstick. I want a little baby. Ugh. Two to the back of the head. No trial in my world. If I was running shit, you know? And that probably seems harsh, but did I say I'd feed my naked uncle to a bunch of dogs like old fat face over there? Huh? How soft does that guy look, huh? That fat fuck over there in fucking, uh, what do you call it? Uh, North Korea? Is that what we're calling it nowadays? The ONK? He looks soft. You could take that guy down, you know? Call his number, little pitch out, run the old Packers sweep. Your job's to force it to the inside. Yeah, I come in, I fill the fucking lane. You don't think I'm going to drill him right between his fucking hairless man tits? I'll knock some of his non-earned medals right off his fucking uniform. What do you think about that? I'll do that at 45. I'm calling it right now. I'm calling it right now. All right? Red gets the A gap. <laughs> oh, shit. Um... Anyways, yeah, so I'm back in town. I feel like I should have started a song right there, like one of those fucking Beatles songs where all the women start screaming and yelling, you know, impregnate me. That's what they're saying. Or are they saying I'll suck it? I don't know what they're saying, but all of them are well into their fucking 60s at this point. All those fucking young women that you hear screaming on that Ed Sullivan show, you figure, let's just say the medium age was like, what, 13 years old? That was 50 fucking years ago. They're 63 years, 63 years old at this point. You know? That's how quick it fucking goes. So that's my message to you this week, everybody. All right? I don't, I have no fucking message. I'm just happy to be home. My fucking brain's all over the goddamn place. You know, it's just all over the fucking place. As it always is. I don't have any fucking desire to do stand-up for a while. I gotta tell you, I got my fill of it on that tour. 22 fucking shows, doing about an hour and a half a night. In 20 days, I've had enough. I've had enough of the, uh, what's up with the fucking lamp over there, okay? I'm gonna take at least... 10 days off. I'm not doing shit. Dude, you guys know I came home. I have barely left the fucking house. My wife's looking at me like I'm a psycho because I'm usually like I get home for two seconds. I throw my bags down and then I walk out the door. And she, she'll just be like, where are you going? And I'm just like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm all fucking wound up. I just feel like I have to go out. I just, I don't know where I go. Drive around, go fucking play drums. I don't know what I do. The fuck do I do? Drink. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. I can tell you right now, though. Um, I'm all in with the cigar shit, though. After my uh, my my second stop in Calgary, um, we met like this. We went to this cigar bar out there for the second time. Me and Verzi and. Uh, met this character and a half that ran this cigar bar, fucking great guy. And he just, all he has is Cubans in his, uh, in his shop. And dude, he broke down the whole fucking thing, how they're wrapped, how to cut the thing. I mean, just going right. It'd be like, you know, if you played, I don't know, a sport and then like a fucking pro came in and just broke your game down to the basics 
That's what this guy did. And um, we smoked these things. Uh, I'm going to say it right. Uh, Partagas, the number twos. And um, at this point, that's the only reason why I would get on a fucking plane this week. Would literally to be to fly back to Calgary to get a box of those things. You know? And then rent like a fucking, you know, Dodge Stratus one way to Boise and then jump on a plane and come back. That's the only fucking reason I do that shit. I know. I'm babbling. Um, I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm fucking done. That habit got its hooks in me and uh, I'm not complaining. But the great thing is I live in the United States, so I can't get any fucking Cubans other than the counterfeit ones. You know, or they'll get, give you one that's hard as a fucking rock and doesn't have a good draw, and you're just sitting there like, I might as well be smoking a Dutch Master. So, um, whatever. What are you going to do? This going to be something I'm going to do when I leave the country. I'm just going to smoke fucking Cubans, and then when I come back, I'm going to act like it never happened. You know, like a sex offender, right? Goes to Thailand, does whatever the fuck he does, and then comes back, and then, you know, that shit's not available here. And then you just go about your business. I'll just do that in, in a... In a <laughs> <laughs> in a fucking cigar kind of way. Um, anyways, what the fuck did I want to talk about here? Um, but, oh, I, and, and, and once again, I know I was thanking everybody for the last few weeks. Uh, thank you to everybody who came out to the shows. That was really a life-changing tour. And uh, Canada is now in the loop. And, um, you know, when I write my next hour, I'm going to do the usual tour of the States, the usual tour of Europe usual tour of uh australia and now canada is i'm added i'm adding that so that's the deal i'm just gonna keep expanding the fucking circle and uh you know the fuck else am i gonna i mean it's perfect i get on a fucking plane i sit there i read a dumb magazine i get off there's somebody standing there going, are you the freckled cunt that's going to dance like a monkey? And I say, I, I, I am your Huckleberry. And they say, how many bags do you have? And I say, well, I got one. And they go, is that your bag right there? And I say, you know what it is? That, that is my bag. And then when I, I say, you don't need to pick it up. It's got wheels on. It's not the fucking 70s where you got to be a goddamn man, have some sort of fucking forearm strength. I can just carry this like a golf bag on one of those little wheelie things. We walk to the car, I go to the hotel, I get a fucking burger, go to sleep, I get up in the morning, I do the fucking radio, and that night I do the show, and then I leave. No boss, no fucking inventory, no nothing. I just got to dance like a monkey for a fucking hour. That's all I got. I got to get my, I got to get my fucking monkey ass there, and then I just do my thing, and then I leave. No bullshit. No conference calls. No support system. <laughs> no friends. No anybody else. It's just me. All right? I know it's not perfect. Um, hey, you know what? I actually do have to fucking, uh, believe it or not, I do have to take another flight this week. I can't fucking believe it. Because uh, um, uh, yours truly is getting ready to uh, pick a theater. To uh, shoot his next special, May Juneish, I'm ready to go. This hour is ready to go, ready to be recorded, ready to be put the fucking bed to move on to the next one. And um, I'm not excited about going to the airport. I'm not gonna fucking lie to you, but I am excited to just fucking land and pick one 
I'm going to try to pick a theater that has a combination of uh, the vibe where I feel like I'm going to kill in the room and uh, the least cunty union guys. You know, that's basically how I'm going to do it. You know, there's fucking union guys. I'm so pro-union, it's ridiculous. And then you get around union guys and you're like, oh, this is why people don't like unions. You know? I, I, one of the times, I, I, I can't remember which fucking special it was. I taped at this place, right? And they were required to have four guys work in the stage because usually bands play there. And I get it. Okay. So I got to pay three guys who aren't going to do fucking shit. But it's like, can you at least just have the decency to fuck off then? Go in a back room and play cards rather than just sitting there in the chair right out in the open. Like, look, yeah, yeah, I ain't doing shit and you're paying me. You know, just have a little fucking tact. I get it. It's your house, your rules. I'm in your world. But, you know, fucking unbelievable. Um, You've literally become what you were fighting, I feel. You know, or maybe I'm just being a douche. Who knows? You know, maybe I am. I don't fucking know. But uh, that's what I'm doing this week. I'm going to pick out a venue. And um, as always, and the game plans to get the... Figure out roughly what jokes I'm going to try and do and uh, see what happens that night. And hopefully I outdo my last special because, you know, you just compete against yourself. That's all you can do. Um, all right. This is the Monday morning podcast. I, uh, I do one of these every single week and uh, I'm actually recording this Sunday night, which is why um, it came out a little bit earlier. I usually record it Monday mornings wherever I'm at, which is why it's called the Monday Morning Podcast, despite the fact that most people consider it, well, it should be during my Monday, you know? The typical internet cunts, the demanding cunts who then have turn around and have the nerve to look at celebrities and be like, oh, look at, look at their diva-ish behavior, and they don't see the seed of it in themselves. You know what I mean? They don't see that, you know, if they actually had their own show, that maybe they would be the cunt. They never see it. These internet cunts never, (laughs) they never fucking see it. They're the same fucking people that bitch about how there's no original movies coming out while they go to Pirate Bay and steal all the movies and nobody can make any fucking money. So basically, they're either going to make like a a low-budget movie at this point or they're going to make a Transformers because even if you steal it, it's not going to be as cool, I guess, if you went down to the IMAX and you saw the blue people trying to fuck each other with the umbilical cords, whatever the fuck that movie was. What was that called? Uh, Argo? It began with an A. Action? What the fuck was that movie called? God damn it, I used it as a reference for like two years. Apocalypto. Whatever it was, it was a fucking chick flick. It was like if you took the Smurfs and you stretched them out, you know, like that Good Times art that J.J. allegedly was painting. You remember that? Except you did that with the Smurfs, and then they, they fucked each other and rode a dragon. I think somewhere in there there was criticism about America's foreign policy. I believe it was James Cameron. Wasn't he the same guy who did the Titanic? Right? With that chick who punched herself in the cleavage, would sing that song, In the arms of an angel, riding on the ship um all right here we go let's do the advertising for this way uh, legal zoom everybody okay legal zoom everyone if the excitement 
of starting your business, getting your first customer, and finally quitting your damn job hasn't moved you to action yet, well, here's another good reason to get started. It's National Start Your Business Month, everybody. All right? National, get out of your cubicle and start your own damn business month at LegalZoom. And LegalZoom wants to help you start your own corporation or LLC or file your DBA so you can get up and running quickly and easily. Find out why more than one million entrepreneurs use LegalZoom to start down the path of successful business ownership. This month only, take advantage of their national Start Your Business Month special and get a free three-month trial of the all-new QuickBooks, making it so much easier to run your business. That's a $119 value for absolutely free when you enter Burr, B-U-R-R, in the referral box at checkout. That's LegalZoom.com, promo code Burr. LegalZoom provides self-help services and and can connect you with the right attorney, but they are not a law firm. LegalZoom. Promo code Burr, B-U-R-R. Fucking hilarious. I had one read and I butchered the shit out of it. You know, that's like the afternoon hockey game, right? The team never fucking shows up. Uh, Speaking of hockey, how about those Bruins, huh? Good Lord. I knew that they were on a little run there. When I was up in Canada, I saw a little bit of it, but I was so damn busy I didn't get to watch too many of the games, although I watched him kick the fucking Habs ass four to nothing in their own building. Um... Yeah, I believe they've won uh, like 13 in a row. I watched the last two. They look, uh, they look, I mean, they played Phoenix. Gives a fuck, right? Phoenix. And for the life of me, I can't remember who they played before that. Because after it's over, I don't fucking remember it anymore. Um, But either way, you know what I watched today? And I actually, if the, you know, if the Bruins don't get to the finals or whatever, the the team that I'm going to root for this year to win the Stanley Cup is uh, is the St. Louis Blues. You know, they've never won a cup, okay? And they've had a lot of bad years, and they have great fans. And they made a lot of great moves. And, you know, they got Ryan Miller, which was a strong move. And uh, although I got to tell you, if the way they played today against the Penguins – if they're going to start doing that shit, it's going to be hard to fucking root for them, you know? Why don't they just open up the damn game again and everybody stop fucking with this insane goddamn defense and blocking the shots already? You know, I actually looked up some stats this week. Believe it or not, I'm not just going to just make up shit. I actually looked it up. Do you realize Sidney Crosby, for all the fucking goddamn glory they give that guy, he's only scored 50 goals in a season once. Patrick Kane has never done it. Ovechkin, I think, has done it like twice. It's a fucking disgrace. I'm not saying it's on them, just the way the game's played. Back in the day, there'd be like four or five guys who get 50 goals a year for like four seasons in a row. That was their height. Fucking Gretzky was getting like 90, 70, 60. It was fucking insane. The guy scored like 300 goals in about five years. I know he's one of the greatest. But, I mean, there was all those other guys. Mike Bossy was good for 50 a year for about three, four years. You just never see it anymore. I don't fucking get it. Fucking cocksuckers, man. Bringing one of the forwards back with the defense. It just gets boring after a while. Let him him score some goddamn goals, all right? (laughs) They're trying, right? They're trying to make the pads a little smaller. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um... You know what's funny? I really have nothing to talk about this week. I just realized that shit because I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. You know, they finally started the construction, the rebuild downstairs 
after all the fucking bullshit. The back and forth, the back and forth, the back and the forth. It's literally a year later, and now they're finally, uh, you know, they finished the upstairs room, and then downstairs there was a bunch of crap, you know, back and forth with that shit. So I finally got my insurance money back from my uh, mortgage company. I got all of it back. And um, for those of you in the banking system, you know what that means. Um, so they're actually, they're finally uh, going to rebuild down there, which is nice. I'm excited. But what sucks is everything from downstairs had to fucking come upstairs, and it's an absolute shit show, and it's depressing. It's depressing. You know what's really depressing? Not that they're, that they're doing this stuff. It's that I just realized how much fucking shit, and the key word is shit, that I've saved over the years that I wish I never saved because now I can't throw it out. I had this thing where I would fucking, any stand-up show I did, if there was a comedy t-shirt, I just folded it and I stuck it in a fucking plastic container. And, you know, I've been doing it for 22 years now. I have everything back from the first one I did right on through. I mean, I got everything. I got a Jim Norton down and dirty with Jim Norton hoodie zip-up. I mean, I wouldn't throw that one out, but, like... Some of the other ones I have, a bunch of Comedy Central shit, and I can't throw it out because I'm sentimental, And but I'm never going to wear any of it. It's just going to sit in a fucking container until I die. <laughs> um, so I got rid of all my cassette tapes, which was a big fucking move for me. I'm a bit of a pack rack, pat rack, like sentimental kind of thing. My next move is I'm getting rid of all my fucking CDs. I'm just going to do it. It's weird. I get sad when I go to do it. And then after I do it, I feel like this weight off of my chest. Like, here's a fucked up thing for you. When I did a uh, long time ago, I did a gig on TV. And, you know, it was one of those deals where they had like 100 comics did it. And one of the things they did was they gave you, uh, they gave you a, a nice piece of luggage which I always thought was funny. Like, you know, hey, you did the show. Great job. Thanks for burning the material. Like, get back on the road, you fucking hack, because we own that material now, you know? So um, that was back in 2005, and the bag they gave me, it finally gave out where it was gradually ripping. Oh, fuck, I'm yawning here. It was gradually ripping, and then finally my last flight from Newark, when it was coming down the belt, I could literally see my clothes in it. So I was like, all right, it's time to get rid of this fucking thing. Um, of course, I was going to try to get it repaired and get it sewed up. And my wife was like, Bill, why don't you just fucking buy a new one, all right? So I said, fine. So I actually took the bag over to Goodwill today with some other bullshit that I threw in there. And I had to set it down quickly and walk away so I wouldn't be thinking of like, but I got that from that TV gig. I did a half hour and it was important to me and that bag was the gift from it. Like I'm a fucking idiot like that. I literally walked up and I set it down and the guy at Goodwill goes, thank you, sir. You want a receipt? And I was like, no, it's all good. And I fucking had to run back to the car. <laughs> I need to get over that. I got to kick some shit out of the nest. I was in my garage. I got a bunch of shit in there, too, that used to be in this, the place where it, that flooded. And I'm just looking at all of it. All of the games I went to, all of the programs and the hats and all that fucking crap that I got. And I was just like, from here on out, I go to a sporting event. I just keep the ticket stub. I'm not getting anything else. No more fucking programs. No more hats. 
No more hankies, towels, any of that fucking shit because I just save it and I never look at it. I'm not going to look. I have, a, I have a fucking football program from a Giants playoff game at the Meadowlands in 2002. Play the Vikings or some shit. I don't know who the hell they play. I, I never read it. I didn't read it the day I got it. Jim Fossil's on the cover or something. The fast, however the fuck you say his name. He's on the cover. I've never read the thing. I'm never going to read the thing. If I actually took it and put it on fucking eBay, I could maybe get 40 cents for it. What am I doing with it? And for the rest of my life, every time I move or get water damage, that's yet another thing I have to fucking pick up. So if you're young, all right, and you just moved out of your parents' house and you got a little closet full of shit, try to keep it at that. Sorry for the long pause. I'm yawning here. Try to keep it at that. All right? Because uh, it's just it's just a bunch of shit. I got old cell phones, old flip phones, old, old fucking video recording things that I used. I got all these VHS tapes from when I first did stand-up. Now I got to try to convert those to DVD. And then what? DVD's running out. I don't fucking know what to do with all of it. Um, so... I'm going to get rid of a bunch of shit is what I'm telling you. And then I'm going to, I already, I already fixed my t-shirt game where because I'm a sentimental fool, I, uh, I don't buy t-shirts that say anything on them anymore. I just buy plain gray, black, red, white. That's it. And when they wear out, they're all pilly looking. I just fucking toss them out and that's it. I don't remember where I wore them to what, and then I'm good. And, uh, that's it. Why, Why am I going through all of this fucking shit? I also think, too, you know, in the back of my head, just as a married man now, you know, the marriage is going great and everything, but I'm just saying, you know, if you ever get fucking divorced, right, get all your shit and get the fuck out. And if you just walk in with, like, one army bag and just throw, like, five things in there and then you're out. <laughs> just let her keep the rest of it. Who gives a fuck? Right? You want all those knickknacks? Oh, my voice just cracked. Knickknacks. Those knickknacks. Is that what you want? You want the drapes? The throw pillows and all those fucking egg beaters and shit? Yeah, fuck you. What, I can't go to Ikea? Go buy a bastardized version of the fucking ridiculously nice shit that we had to buy for some stupid reason? To dish out eggs? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Although, I will tell you. I don't think I could ever go back to apartment living. You know, once you get out from fucking living under and over people and smelling their food and, and, and hearing their arguments and listening to their fucking music. Why am I yawning so much? Am I making you guys tired? I'm supposed to be waking you guys up for the work week. All right, you want to hear some petty shit at a fucking death level? Did you guys see that turkey shot down one of Syria's jets? Syria's basically in the middle of a civil war right now, right? So they're having a battle right along the Turkish border. So they're in the middle of fighting a fight. This Syrian jet pilot is fucking fighting rebels. I'm not taking sides here. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I know our country's with the fucking rebels. And uh, Russia's with the fucking... uh, powers that be but i know both sides don't give a fuck about the syrian people they don't give a shit they don't give a fuck about me why the fuck would they give a shit about syria they give a fuck about the money 
That's what they give a shit about. It's just the strategic bullshit of the fucking wherever the land is or whatever. That's what they give a fuck about. So anyways, this pilot is fighting a good fight, okay? And he's looking for rebels. And then out of nowhere, these two Turkish jets and one comes in and fucking shoots a missile and, and whatever the fuck it shot at it and uh, shoots the damn plane down. That's like in hockey, third man in. That's a 10-minute misconduct. That's a game misconduct, and that's probably a 10-game suspension. Or is that coming over the boards first? I can't remember which, but whatever. Turkey went third man in on Syria, and I was like, wow, what the fuck did they do that for? And Syria's like, how the fuck could you do that to us? And then you know what Turkey said? Hey, hang on. I got There was actually some good shit talk here by Turkey. I got I to gotta give it up to Turkey this week. Shit talk of the week. This is what they said. Said a Syrian plane violated our airspace. Our F-16s took off and hit the plane. Why? Because if you violate my airspace, airspace, our slap after this will be hard. <laughs> now I know something was lost in translation there. Um, I like that though. I like the way the dude was going. If you violate my airspace, you know. Like when they have like the the fucking grizzled vet cop, you know what is that? What are those drugs doing on my street? This is my street, you know that bullshit. Because if you violate my airspace, our slap after this will be hard. Now you know we didn't say it like that. Something got lost in the translation. What were you really saying? Because if you violate my airspace, I'm going to slap you right in your fucking. Syrian face. I don't know what the fuck he said. Man, that's too harsh. So anyways, that's what they said. So I read a little bit more, and it turns out, you know what? Syria did this to Turkey like two fucking years ago. Turkey said, we were just flying some fucking, you know, some uh, learn how to fly a jet missions with our guys near the Turkey and Syrian border. And Syria's like, oh, fuck you. No, you weren't. You were spying on us. And they gave him the old right there, Fred. They gave him the old right, right there, Fred. They shot down their fucking jet. So this is what they're doing over there. That's like literally two children in the back seat talking about who touched who first. And they're shooting down people in jets. It's just fucking unreal. You know, back in the day, I used to think people who ran countries and were in, in higher power, there was just something at the core of them. They were, they were just, uh, I don't know, they were, there was something wrong with them, and that they were these evil people and all that type of shit, and if they just let regular people go around doing their fucking thing, everything would be fine if they weren't so fucking greedy and start rumors about everybody. And I don't believe it anymore. I don't. I just think it's... Uh, it's just human nature. The higher up you go, the more power you get, the more of a cunt you become. And eventually you get to the point where you have so much power that you want to fucking make the order to shoot something down as you're standing there in your fucking robe, right? Open robe, of course. Balls hanging out. You got that red phone. You're just feeling the power coursing through your fucking veins. You know? You're smoking a Cohiba. Oh, is that what they did? Well, we're going to slap them back. You get to talk shit. 
right? You get to turn the world into your own fucking video game. That's what they're doing there. You know, like those fucking weirdos that play video games online and they wear like those McDonald's headsets and they talk shit and they call each other bitches, you know, as they play these war games. These guys are doing that for real. I don't know what my fucking point is in all of that. I just think that uh, I, I, I know it's not an original theory. I really believe that we are designed to destroy ourselves eventually, and it's going to happen. All right? And what you have to do as a selfish person like me is just pray that it doesn't happen during your lifetime, or at least during the quality years, you know? When you get to those older years, when you really start slowing down, your shuffling years before it becomes the sit-down years, right? And then the lay-down years, and then, like, the all-right-already years, and then the fucking, you know, whatever, then the end. (laughs) (laughs) I just hope it doesn't happen. You know, I know the polar ice caps are going to melt completely. I know we're not going to do anything about it. I know New York City, Miami, and all them are going to be underwater. I know it is. I just hope it's not during my lifetime. I mean, I recycle. I bring back the cans and the bottles. I do what I can. I forget my little fucking recyclable bags. I go with the paper. The papers, the papers, right? What the fuck else am I going to do? You know? I don't fucking know. What do you guys think? Do you guys think we're doomed? Some people believe that we're going we're gonna to do something fucking horrific. Right? And then when we come out of it, we're, we're somehow all collectively going to learn a lesson from it. And then we're going to live in this utopia. And then Jesus comes back. I can't remember. There's so many fucking theories out there. But I just love that whole theory that after we fucking have some sort of nuclear holocaust and we somehow survive it and we're sitting there eating glowing pears that we're somehow that the... Uh, Basically, the you know what we are? We're, we're defective. That somehow the defect is just going to repair itself. That we're not going to be petty. We're not going to be jealous. We're not going to be lustful. You know, all the seven deadly sins, whatever the fuck they are. You know? Like that cures that. I, I don't think it does. I don't think it does. And that's my gloom and doom for this week, everybody. I think we're, I think we're fucked. Uh, we don't have a goddamn prayer. But going back, I am uh, rooting for the St. Louis Blues in the West. I'm rooting for them. I like Chicago. I like St. Louis. I like the fucking West. For some reason, I'm liking the Ducks. I don't know why. I know why. Timu Solani. I just like that guy. I like the fact that he weighs less than he did when he fucking was a rookie. Something to aspire to. Um, who else do I like out there? I never got into San Jose, although I respect their fans. I went to a home game. They're fucking rabid. Um, I like the Kings. Um, I, I kind of liked Vancouver until we played them in the finals. That little jerk off there biting what's-his-face on his finger. You know, it was kind of weird. Um, yeah, I just liked the West. The West was cool when I was growing up. They were good. Edmonton was good. Calgary was good. Uh, I was kidding. Who? The Kings sucked until Gretzky got there. They had their moments, though, right? I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But the Blues, the Blues were always, you know, expansion six. Just never caught a break. Never caught a fucking break. So they do. So that's that's the team that I'm going to fucking root for. All right. And with that, let's get to some questions. Mercifully, let's get to fucking some goddamn questions this week. 
Uh, let's see if I can try and make an hour. I've already looked at it like 10 times. All right, 37 minutes. Can I do 23 minutes of bullshit through all of these, uh, these questions here? All right, March Madness. Dear Billy Brackets, I'm not a huge college sports fan. I love sports so I can enjoy a good game, but I'm not interested in following a season. March Madness is fun for anyone because of the brackets. If there was another game on a national level with bracket talk and exposure, you could have a ch- you could have chess be interesting to watch on TV. Agree or disagree? 100% agree. 100% agree. If they, that's like a great idea. If they actually had whatever, I don't even know when the, the, the international chess championship is, but if they set up brackets and they had like, you know, four regions, you know, you broke up uh, the, the northern hemisphere and the southern hemispheres and the sides of the world and you had number one seeds and all that type of shit, absolutely. If you had brackets, you know, I 100% agree with that and um I haven't really watched shit. I watched a little bit of a Tar Heel game today, and then I fell asleep because uh, I'm fucking old, man. Um, but I, I haven't been following any of it. Any of it, you know. Down to the Sweet 16, the Great 8, the Final Four. I mean, I know it's amazing. I, I just don't uh, I don't have time. I have too much fucking invested in the uh, watching hockey, and it's coming down to it, and I... Uh, I like watching it. You know, so we know it's a number one big criticism, especially of people who don't watch hockey. And another way I'm going to defend the fucking sport is people say that the regular season doesn't mean shit. It's one of the biggest criticisms that get the regular season doesn't mean shit. Everybody makes the fucking playoffs. Yeah, kind of like in basketball. How about baseball? Do you really need to play 162 fucking games to figure out who wins the division? You know, and then after all that bullshit, someone's still going to get a wild card. I mean, come on. The only regular season of the four major sports that means anything is football. That's why it's so fucking exciting. And even they are going to fuck that up. They should have just left it on Sunday. The Monday night game, fine. But Sunday, you play every fucking Sunday. You don't get a day off. You play every fucking Sunday. You don't get a week off, I mean. They just did that to prolong the fucking season so they could advertise more. Now they're going to start working in Thursday night. They're going to try to somehow, if they can figure it out, they're going to fucking try and do it at least four to five times a goddamn week. And and it's going to ruin the sport. It's going to ruin it. All right? And it's because millionaires can't be happy being millionaires. They have to try to be billionaires. And then they got to try to be multi-billionaires. And then they got to try to go global. And then you just can't just fucking just be like, hey, you know what? I have enough. You know? Look at my car. Look at my house. Look at that fucking, uh, look at my wife. Look at her. She's bending over. Look at her. It's my wife. She had three kids. Look how good she looks. You know? That's not enough. You just got to keep fucking going um but yeah but that's one of the major things where they say that the uh the regular season doesn't mean shit um i disagree i know what you mean we're fucking a ton of teams make it but uh you know half the team half the league doesn't fucking make it i don't want to tell you that's the same way in basketball i mean they don't say that about basketball you know 
basketball is the exact same fucking thing. And the end of the game, when it's most the, the most exciting part of the game, two minutes to go, you're up by three. They stop the clock like 58 fucking times. Foul, 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 timeout, foul, TV timeout, technical, foul. Kicked the ball, went off his foot. It just fucking... The final two minutes of an NBA game, I swear to God, it takes like fucking 18 minutes to play, and it destroys... It's even funnier, all the drama. It's even funnier when you go to a fucking NBA game. It'll be a game with playoff implications, and anytime there's a stoppage of play... All hell breaks loose, and these fucking shitheads go out and start doing uh, uh, jumping jacks and shooting T-shirts, and then they start playing, like, music way too fucking loud. And it completely takes you out of uh, the drama of the game. So, I, I don't know. Whatever, whatever. I don't even know why I'm fucking bringing this shit up. You know why? Because people who don't watch hockey and don't even understand it shit all over it. Why do they have two half times? Have you ever played? First of all, that mathematically it doesn't fucking make sense. There's not two half times, okay? There's two thirty third and a third times. That's what you want to say. Thirty third and a third time, and then it's a fucking sixty six and two thirds time. That's what you want to say. Um, if you ever played it, you're fuck after one shift, your heart is fucking about ready to come out of your chest. That's why. Um, all right, boring. Here we go. I'm probably talking about the podcast here. Uh, dear Billiam. I'm 25 years old and graduated college a few years ago and have been living in Chicago since. I hate it. Matt, he hates Chicago, man. He goes, it's not that Chicago isn't a great city, but what, what it is, but, but what is it that happens to people when they get in their 20s and 30s? They enjoy the dumbest shit. I don't want to go to the same bar and taxi around and get food. No one seems to be interested in anything fun anymore. The only exercise my friends get is at the gym, and they don't do anything fun like basketball, and none of them are in good shape because they're on their asses all day. Everyone is a boring sellout. Uh, there is no spice in their life, in their lives. Am I an asshole or are they? Um, uh, neither. It's all about what makes you happy. The people you're hanging out with aren't doing the things that you want to do, so you're not happy hanging out with them. But they sound happy as hell to go to the gym and then sit on their ass and have a beer and eat some fucking nachos. And if that's what makes them happy, they're entitled to it. What you need to do, sir or ma'am, is you need to go find yourself some new friends. You got to go find some active people. I mean, there's plenty of... You're telling me there's nobody in there out in Chicago? There's no... There's not 19,000 fucking uh, pickup leagues of hoop, hockey, flag football, volleyball, water polo, rugby. There's all kinds of shit you could be doing. And uh, if I was 25 years old, I would get into a co-ed league. Co-ed fucking league. You find yourself a pretty girl that likes sports. You like sports. She's active. You're active. You know, you got a dick. She got a vagina. Yeah, well, there you go. What more do you need? Right? Fuck. If I can go back and be 25 years old again, I'd take up field hockey. Those chicks always had fucking beautiful legs, right? The tan fucking thighs. You know, short haircuts. You had to be like, all right, are you still into me? Or are you uh, kind of into uh, the same chick I'm staring at? I'll be a wingman. Fuck it. Can I watch? Um... <laughs> 
yeah, dude, you're not an asshole. What it is is you've decided to continue living an active life at 25 years old as opposed to just settling in. You know, certain people out there, they get, uh, they get old. They just get fucking, I mean, there's a part of you that you, you know, getting old, you can kind of accept it. Um, like I view, uh, I love living like an old man. If it means being smart, like, uh, like take it like, you know, like if I want to get shit faced, all right, which I do. I don't know if you guys listen to this podcast every week, but I like to go out and get, I like to get fucking hammered. Um, I just do it at my house. Your house is the greatest fucking bar you could ever be at. If you're in a, if you're in a fucking house, I don't have upstairs, downstairs, neighbors, nothing. Okay. I got a wife and a dog and I'm stronger than both of them. All right. Well, my dog could fuck me up, but it doesn't realize it. It loves me so much that it would never turn its pit bull powers on me. But as far as my wife, I mean, I'll take it down to the mat, right? You can tell her I said that. Um, so if I want to get fucked up in my own house, I'm going to do it. I can fucking put on the music I want to put on. I can pop in a DVD, watch a little bit of Goodfellas. I don't have to deal. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about right now. I mean, to me, like, the way to get shit-faced now is for me to be hanging with one other friend on my front porch, smoking a cigar and drinking some scotch and listening to some fucking music and just shooting the shit. It's quiet, you know? When you're younger, I guess you want the shit louder and that type of thing, but whatever. Like, to me, I don't feel like an old man doing that. I just feel like I'm smarter. Like, back in the day, I used to go to a club damaging my hearing and the fucking music was loud and all that type of shit, but that worked for me back then because I didn't know how to talk to the lady. By all means, drown out the horrible shit that's coming out of my mouth. Oh, with my Z Cavaricis, what was I doing? Uh, but uh, yeah, dude, you know what? 25 is uh, it's a great age. And uh, it's a critical age where you're starting to surround yourself with the people that you're really going to be hanging out with for the rest of your life. You kind of left most of your high school friends behind. Um, not in a bad way. You just, your paths don't cross anymore. So you're going to get some new friends and, uh, yeah, get friends who want to fucking live life, who want to go do some shit other than, you know, Hey, let's go to fucking wherever the fuck they, where do people go? Where do they go? Cabo St. Lucas, wherever the, where were those hacky places? Everybody let's go to Aruba, the places everybody goes. And then they go there. They jump off a bar stool in Chicago and then they jump on a bar stool in a in a fucking bar pool and sit there, right? Isn't it great? It's not as cold and I can piss myself <laughs> without going to the fucking bathroom. We live in a what? It's like, no, we're kind of doing the same thing in better weather, better scenery and that type of thing. Um, yeah, if you go to Ruby, you should get outside the fucking place and walk around. Hopefully not get murdered like that chick, you know? Uh, go find a waterfall and jerk off in it. You know, enjoy the planet. All right, Prince Harry. Prince Harry. Uh, not sure if you heard this recently, but Prince Harry came out. I think we say came out of the closet. I was like, Jesus Christ, I got to start watching the news. He came out and said something to his brother, the future king, that he's not going to be king, so he doesn't need to be on his best behavior. Dude, that's fucking great. 
You know, other than his fucking dressing up like a fucking SS officer, I don't have a problem with that kid. Uh, my question to you is, it's kind of a major, <laughs> other than that time he dressed like Hitler, hey, you know, he's not a bad guy. Uh, my question to you is, what happened if he began to speak out against atrocities in the world like his mother or call out bankers and evil bastards running the world's resources? Would they bump him off? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, and did I call that fucking Bitcoin thing? People telling me to get on that. You got to invest in this Bitcoin thing. They're going to take that thing down. They're going to ignore it and laugh at it first, just like Gandhi. You know, first they ignore you, then they laugh at you, then they fight you, then you win. Right? Isn't that how it goes? Something like that. I don't know what. I don't know how it fucking goes. But whatever. That Bitcoin shit. You know, I'm sure the banks are like, well, I don't think that's going to be a viable currency in the uh, foreseeable future. They did all that shit, right? And then they started, you know, going, oh, shit. Oh, shit. They get a little bit of traction. People are talking about this stuff. And then what happens? What happens? Somebody commits suicide. Conveniently. Conveniently. And everybody around is going, hey, it doesn't seem like that person commits suicide. Well, you know, that's what happens when you, you try to start a new currency. You know, what do you think's going to happen? Do you think these fucking fuddy-duddies are going to fucking <laughs> fuddy-duddies or whatever you say is going to sit around and, and tolerate that? They can't. Their whole life, lives are, in, are, are invested in the lie of their currency. You can't come along with a new lie. Then they got to start all over again. It's like a Red Sox fan becoming a Yankee fan. It's not going to happen. It's not even a Yankee fan. It's going to be a whole new fucking league like the XFL. Ain't happening. Go fuck yourself. The NFL is the is where we got our money. Fuck your league. Um, so, anyways, yeah. Do I think if he started speaking out against the atrocities, um, not if he just started speaking out against atrocities, I, I don't think uh, what they do is they join it, like Kennedy with the civil rights. We can't control a million African Americans coming into Washington. What do we do? We join it and then we take control of it. And then you give you permits, and the next thing you know, they control the fucking thing, right? That's what they would do. They would just join, you know, Prince, Prince, uh, whatever the fuck his name is. What the hell's his brother's name? George. That's a good king name. The fuck is his name? Christopher? Harry? And, uh, all right, if I'm Lady Di, if I, if I was dumb enough to name my, my second kid Harry... I guess the other one had to be a little bit better. Larry? Nah, there's no way you're going to have your kids' names rhyme. What the fuck would his name be? It's got to be something English. Something fucking proper. Not Louis, that's French. Is it Henry? Is Henry, is Harry a nickname for Henry? I don't fucking know. George. I'm going to go with George. Ah, Jesus. I feel like the the number five in the line in the family feud, you know, when the first person won whatever category it is, and he said the obvious one, and then somebody's the second person said what I was thinking of, and then three and four somehow didn't get strikes, and now it's down to me, and there's, like, no fucking answer left. I'm going with George. And everybody just looks at me and goes, hey, good answer, good answer, right? <clears throat> Survey says big fucking X, and then the other team fucking steals it, and then nobody talks to me at Christmas. Um, yeah, the only way that he would actually get whacked, is it Philip? 
Hey, Nia! 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 Ah, jeez, where the fuck is she? I, I tell you, you know, they're, they're never around when you need them. Well, what the fuck am I talking about? I got the internet right here. Is it Charlie? Charles. Is he named after his dad? What the fuck is his name? Prince. I'm just going to look in Prince. Prince. Harry. No, possess. No, not possessive. Harry's brother. <laughs> I don't know what his fucking name is. Prince Harry's brother. William, it's my fucking name. What an asshole. Oh, Billy. Prince William, Duke of Cambridge. Go fuck yourself. Your name's Billy. Hey, Billy. Uh, what, are you going to go ride a horse today with your little fucking stick? Leaning over? You know, be careful. It's a dangerous goddamn game. Prince William. Uh, yeah, they'd whack him. The only way they would whack him is if he was effective. If when they went to join him, Join his, yeah, we're sick of that shit, too, that we're, but we've created, or it was already created, and now we have positions. They passed the baton to us, and we're continuing to oppress people, but that's how we make money, so we can have a BMW 7 Series, right, with the bulletproof fucking glass. Um, they would join with him, and if he said, no, you're part of the fucking problem, and then tried to literally attack the sectors that those people are in, he would definitely get whacked. Uh, he would die mysteriously. He'd probably commit suicide, air quote. Um, he would have some sort of, I don't know. They, you know, they, you know what they do. They spray the mist at you. And then you have some sort of fucking, they talk about, yeah, you know, he had a hole in his heart that they had never diagnosed before. And he had an arrhythmia. He had a uh, cardiac episode. He, uh, I don't know, then the, then the conspiracy theory would come out and then all the other fucking moron mouth-breathing conspiracy theories would muddy up the real conspiracy theory and the whole fucking thing would go away. That, that, that's my guess. There you go. That's my guess. Jesus Christ, I almost did it. 55 fucking minutes. 55 minutes. How are you guys doing, huh? You listening to this early? What is it, 10.30 in the morning? Just getting ready for your break? Is the Roach Coach pulling up? You gonna go get some Drake's cakes and a fucking Sausage King? Is that what you're gonna do? All right, live forever. Forever? 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, live forever. Billy Infinity. I hate when people, I hear people say, who would want to live that long? Uh, I guess he's referring or she's referring to when someone is like, just they just turned 102. Who would want to live that long? Um, this guy says, give me a pulse as long as possible. To people who say they wouldn't want to live forever, what do you say to that? Uh, well, I mean, it comes down to quality of life. I mean, the human body is designed to live for 150 years. And then after all the abuse that we do to it, you usually drop it about fucking, I guess, 75. Um, I mean, I wouldn't want to live forever if like I was just sitting there like looking like Yoda, but without his fucking ability to flip around the room with a lightsaber. Um, would I want to live forever? Um, yeah, if there's nothing after this, fuck yeah. But I mean, you know, but then what you do is you, you would, 
<laughs> you would watch us slowly kill ourselves and then we would become extinct and then you'd be the only one left. And then they'd be the next people, right? Like I told you guys my theory, right? That I, I feel like water is the toxic waste from the last people that fucked up this planet. And that is absolutely poisonous and toxic to them, but we, we, we came out of it. You know, and we're walking around thinking we're good looking, but we're all a bunch of fucking mutants compared to the last people. But we don't know any better because we can't look at them, right? So when we're done fucking up this planet, the next people will come out of the, out of the, the soup that we leave, which will have plastics and fucking, uh, you know, old computers and all that shit. God knows what the fuck they're going to look like, you know? Like a little, I, don't, I don't even know. But, you know, if you live forever, you'd be around with, for them. No, I wouldn't want to live forever. I wouldn't want to live forever because I think eventually this planet's going to look like Mars and then you would just be sitting there. Well, what would you do? Sitting there kicking fucking moon rocks around forever? That's fucking scary. If you just couldn't die. I don't know what I'd do. You know what I'd do is I, I would try to well, you, I don't know. There's no, there's no technology to do it. I would get a fucking spaceship and fly to the next Earth. And I'd land there and hope that they kind of look like me. If it wasn't the dinosaur period or whatever. And, you know, there's like some of them were saying, there's like, uh, you know, there's a bunch of Earths out there. Tens of thousands of them throughout the fucking space. <laughs> Solar system. I don't know what the fuck the word is. Ah, oh, Jesus, I'm tired. You know, guys, sometimes these fucking questions, they, 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 they like, do you, you guys realize, like, the level of thought that, how dumb I am that you got to fucking sit there, March Madness brackets, that's right in the fucking wheelhouse. I guess two are easy, my, my wheelhouse, you know, Prince Harry, you don't even give me his brother's name, and then I got to find out it's my own fucking name, and you even said Bill in it, so the answer was there, it was a clue, and then what I, what I want to live forever. I have to tell you, I do want to see the 70s again. I was born in 1968. I'd like to live to about 2072. You know, provided New York and Miami are underwater. That changes the whole deal. Um, once that shit starts happening, then I, then I don't give a fuck. You know, I, I, I'm bandwagon humanity. I'm here for the good times. Once it starts going the other fucking direction, you know, I'm, I'm tapping out. I, there's, there's, I don't have any red dawn in me, you know? I mean, I would go up in a tower and just start fucking shooting at the powers that be. I would do that. Ah, I was kidding me. I'd be a pussy. I couldn't do that. Cause I'd be like, Oh, that guy coming at me. This isn't his choice. He's just taking orders. So I just shoot over their heads. I'd, I'd commit suicide that way. You know, they do the people death by cop. I do it that way. I think. <laughs> I don't fucking know. All I know is I'm back home, and I had a great tour up in Canada. Underrated. Remember that? I used to do that. Overrated, underrated for the fucking week. Uh, underrated. Canada, man. Canada, Canada, Canada. You got to fucking get up there, dude. It's fucking, it's unreal. And the Maritime, uh, specifically, I would definitely head up there. Uh, if you're a cigar smoker... You're out of your mind. You got to get up there. Uh, 
You know, I was watching this thing on the Bruins, and they got this great segment that they do where they interview the Bruins, and it's just like they talk to them for three minutes where no hockey questions. It's really great. And every you can see every player, they're so sick of answering questions about playing hockey that all of them, it seems when they're interviewing them, they're already having a good time just to be hearing new questions. And uh, Brad Marchand, who then said you can call him Marchand, he doesn't give a fuck, so I'm going back to Marchand, is actually an avid hunter. And I believe he's from Halifax or somewhere around there. And um, he shot big shit like bear and he's going to go after elk and uh, next. And I honestly, I, that's, I couldn't do that. I don't think I could do that. I could shoot a chicken, right? <laughs> I could shoot a cow, but if I didn't kill it on the first shot, I would hear that awful mooing for the rest of my fucking life. Why well, wouldn't shoot a cow? I'd shoot a steer. Uh, that is <laughs> the guns jammed. Ugh. Oh, my God. It'd be fucking horrible. But I got to be honest with you. If every, everybody listens to this podcast, if you were hungry enough, you would, you would fucking you'd eat a puppy. You would. It's a sad reality. Just the, your, your love of cute things versus I'm going to fucking die if I don't eat you. It just goes right out the goddamn window. You know, what's the biggest animal you think you could kill? Biggest animal I could kill would be Joe DeRosa. He's a fucking animal. Um, actually, what do we got here? Am I over an hour? Did I make it? All right, an hour and three minutes. Okay, that's the podcast for this week, everybody. This was sort of my hungover. I had a great time up in Canada podcast. Uh, oh, by the way, that Paul Verzi, Jason Lawhead, Joe Bartnick tour, that is the Monday morning podcast is sponsoring. It's the all-in tour. Um, and the first date is at Lago, and I'm actually going to be hosting that one and uh, and kicking off the tour. All these guys in the past have opened for me, and now they're uh, spreading their wings, doing their own fucking tour. I'm so proud of them. Um, and I'm going to be hosting the first one down at Largo. It's already sold out, and uh, we're going to be kicking that one off. And then these guys, I'm telling you, I don't bring cupcakes out on the road. These guys are all killers. So if you want to see three guys, 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 all right? No fucking, none of that awkward, you know, they don't say apparently before every fucking punchline. All right? Not saying that's bad, but I'm just saying it's not that fucking style. All right? Uh, if you want to listen to three guys fucking hilarious who you probably would sit next to in a bar, these are the guys, the all-in tour. We're going to be getting the dates up soon. Uh, they're going to have a fucking cool-ass poster. I've already heard the concept. I fucking love it. And uh, I'm proud of these guys. It's going to be a great tour. So uh, definitely be looking for that. And uh, old fucking freckle face here is done. I am done with stand-up comedy until the end of April. I'm not doing shit. I am uh, relaxing. And uh, I think this is how I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my my stand-up from here on out. I'm just going to fucking go out and go psycho for fucking 20 days and then take like a month and a half off and then do another psycho fucking tour. And that's what I'm going to do. All or nothing. Just the same way I drink. Just fucking pounding. And then just I take a fucking year off or 70 days off and then I pound for another 70 days. That's it. All or nothing. 
That's how I'm going to do it. All right. Um, that's the podcast for this week. As always, thank you for everybody for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week. Don't take any shit. All right. Go fuck yourselves. And uh, any predictions? Any predictions? Me and Verzi are still talking about that fucking horrific flight that they can't find. And he thinks it's on the ground. I think it's unfortunately, uh, you know, I think it's, unfo- I, I actually, that, that review that I, that prediction that that pilot made, though he thought there was some sort of fire on board or something, that seems like it's that. It's fucking that, if there's anything just hanging in the air, you just want the answer to, it's got to be that, man. It's fucking poor families. Why do I bring it? It was awful last week when we brought it up. Why would I end the podcast bringing that up? Stupid. Stupid fucking move. But you know what? You don't listen to this thing because I'm smart. That's it. All right? I got nothing to predict. I got something to predict. I'm not going to do shit between here and next week. I better get a fucking guest. I actually got to call Dom Herrera. I'm going to try to do one with him. Dom Herrera. Dom Herrera. Dom Herrera. Re-re-roo. You're Italian, you're not German, you're not Irish or a Jew. I'm going to leave that on this fucking answer machine. All right, go fuck yourselves. I'll see you.